my brother and I went with my dad's side. My sister went with my mom's side. So oh. I, being the oldest, mm-hmm. I think they wanted me. And then my obviously brother being the, the male. Boy. Also the only male in our entire family. Yeah, <gasps> yeah entire family. So, so I mean, obviously, he, you got, know, he got the special Exactly. Treatment. So he, he went with our um, like dad's side of the family. And then my sister being the youngest and female. Like, she just one struggle. Yeah. She went with the mom's side. Her personality is like she grew up with, like, four older brothers who took care of her yeah. and gave her everything she wanted. Oh. oh, so you're saying I was spoiled. I mean, I didn't say it. You're putting words <laughs> in your own. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Prugogi Pod. I'm Hannah, your host, and today I have on two very, very special friends. So we got Iris in the middle. Hello. And Kathy on the other side. But yeah, hi, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm so excited to be here. I'm just happy to be here. Okay, Big nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm also a fan of Iris's TikTok. I realized literally like this week and right we've known each other for like six weeks <laughs> that iris is tiktok famous <laughs> and i've seen both of you guys oh on my TikTok, TikTok feed. do you also have a thriving tiktok career? no unfortunately i don't um i don't really post on tiktok but i would say i would consider myself tiktok famous because i'm ah. in iris's tiktok ah, no. but i don't post as often i just like being in oh. whatever she's making so oh okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so you are the star i i would say i'm the face of the <laughs> oh my goodness brand? <laughs> yes basically yeah the entire reason this is going to become a family account yeah yeah, yeah. So but this is going to be from iris to just Catherine. no honestly though <laughs> that's the change how it actually is i feel like our cousin nick is mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. the face i'm like the co-star like the support oh you know but he's like the main oh, he's character like main he's cast. main cast i'm the supporting cast. supporting cast but i'm usually there right i'm i'm right. just right there with him right he would not be him without you and you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah okay got it um and so yeah i guess um a little bit about yourselves uh who are you guys where are you guys from any other details you want to share? If you want to share your occupation, up to you. The floor is yours. Maybe we could start with Iris. Okay, okay. So my name is Iris. Iris on Iris Zhang on most of my socials. Mm-hmm. Um, something about or born and raised in LA. Um, first gen ABC, which is uh, American born Chinese. Oh, is a common term we use. And yeah, I work at TikTok now, but I've been working with a few agencies i've lived abroad was living in singapore most recently moved back to la um for my current job and yeah met you a few weeks ago yeah and here we are yeah and we met through my sister who met you guys through your friend group who met at coachella yes so i met your sister yeah because i met her the same night i met you Oh, right. That was the first step. Na- oh, yeah. We and went out. Yeah. You just happened to, like, not be able to go s- to your other event, I Yeah. Think? Yeah. I didn't want to go to that other <laughs> event anyways. <laughs> so, was that purposeful? Maybe. Mm. But good outcome? Absolutely. 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 The ROI. Mm-hmm. ROI. And then, Kathy, what about you? I'm Catherine. I... Uh- was also born and raised in LA because we're sisters. I don't know if we covered that in the oh, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sisters. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sisters. Sisters. <laughs> um, to clarify, I'm the younger sister. I feel like people oftentimes think that I'm the older sister because I'm significantly taller. Significantly oh, taller. Significantly okay, two inches taller. is not that significant. Um, yeah, I'm the younger sister. I also have a twin brother Ooh. who is significantly taller than both of us. Okay, got it, got yeah. it. Um, but yes, I am currently living in New York. I work in advertising. So fun. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working in advertising for the past almost two years now um, after graduating from college, USC. Guys, we all went to USC. <laughs> we really a Trojan family. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We really like find each other, stick with each other. Yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been in New York for the past seven eight months it's i moved in january so it's still pretty recent oh. yeah yeah so just um figuring out life in my early 20s at the moment and Bro. trying to navigate that entire situation that is like the tagline for the past however many years of my life <laughs> so that is the tagline for like this podcast yeah. especially yeah. so yeah very relevant but you know i kind of wanted to explore your guys' story because um there was like me and iris right we met that first initial time mm-hmm. along with my sister and then it was like oh like let's do a dinner and so me and iris did dinner we like cooked she kind of forced me to cook for the first time <laughs> in a long time and it was great i actually started cooking more after oh really that. yeah oh gosh, what did you guys make so honored we made uh avocado and was it salmon salmon rolls oh. spring rolls oh fancy and miso soup miso soup with udon yeah 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 you know during that dinner Mm -hmm. um we were kind of getting into like our life stories and like iris you and your family dynamic and like um just like how you guys grew up was like pretty unique and so yeah can you tell the kogis like a little bit about um like how you guys lived and whatnot yeah so well just to start from day one when my parents landed in (laughs) The U.S. Uh-huh. The very beginning. So we're very starting beginning. from the top. Yeah. top. So they came when they were in their mid-20s. So they came oh. a little later than most. They were like already 25, 28. Yeah. Um, I think they were here for a year. They were just like taking English classes at the nearby community college. They were working like day jobs, manual labor, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. restaurants, etc. Just like whatever you can do to kind of get paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Also because their English wasn't that good. So they had really limited options. So when they had me, like, the year after, um, and then they had my sister and my brother two years later, it was too much for, like, like just new, young 20s, I guess mid-20s then, um, to kind of take care of three kids. So they... On top of, like, just coming to the U.S. and immigrating. Yeah. Not knowing the language. Not knowing the language at all. Like, yeah. completely yeah. brand new to everything, to parenthood, to... Uh, the u.s to working i feel like everything like they were just yeah starting to figure things out right yeah so they just sent us back to china where we had family oh. and i think back then like in the process of getting a green card i don't think you're allowed to go back to a certain country yeah so it was like an uncle uh who brought us yeah. and then i remember because we didn't 
we knew it was like one of our uncles but because we were so sad to leave our parents we were crying the whole way and we were at immigration security we were like like no don't take me from my mom we got in so much trouble i think because the first i think we got like like stopped at security oh my gosh yeah Grecian. Oh wait yeah <laughs> he probably has some stories uh, yeah. yeah we should talk to him yeah i think like to long story short basically when we got to china we spent the first few years there oh. and then i came back first because i was going to start first grade i think okay um so i think once i was like almost five six i came back uh -huh. and then they stayed until they were five or six and then they came back as well yeah. oh yeah, I, see, yeah. I see and then in china um like what was that living situation like like were you guys um, living with family members we, we were living with family members mm -hmm. but we were split off kind of because at the time um our grandparents from both sides had other like ne nephew not nephew grandkids grandkids yeah. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> they had like other grandkids that were living nearby were with them um. so um my grandparents from my mom's side i had a few cousins who were a lot older i think they were like in their 20s already when we were kids so like they were kind of like they were taking care of you because basically yes. what this dynamic was was my brother and i went with my dad's side my sister went with my mom's side so oh. i being the oldest mm -hmm. i think they wanted me and then my obviously brother being the, the male boy. also the only male in our entire family yeah, <gasps> yeah entire family so, so i mean obviously he, you got, know. he got the special exactly so he did. went with our um like dad side of the family and then my sister being the youngest and female like she's one struggle yeah she <laughs> went with the mom's side right and then, yeah um we were still in the same city but it definitely I think till now I can kind of see how our personality is different. Like my brother and I are a little more we're similar, more similar. We're kind of, or a little quieter, I would say, mm. like calmer. Okay. And then she, her personality is like she grew up with like four older brothers who took care of her yeah. and gave her everything she wanted. Oh. oh, so you're saying I was spoiled? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it. You're putting words <laughs> in your <laughs> own mouth. Princess treatment from seriously though from birth. <laughs> but it's not your fault because you had so many people. We had like yeah. four uncles, aunts, two grandparents, all taking care of her. Yeah, because they were like on more of the rural side. I, think. I honestly, I feel like I was so young that I didn't even understand that they were my siblings. Like when I was first growing up, because I feel like I almost grew up as an only child for like the first few years of my life. Like obviously, I knew that they were like across town and we would see each other like once in a while. Uh -huh. But I like grew up with like everything, everyone taking care of me. Oh, but I feel me. like our dynamic was really different because. I would say like my pa my grandparents from my dad's side like they're how would you describe them I feel a like, little more posh yeah like oh, they like, like have a better like upbringing like they're like they had a lot more which I think like a they could take care of two kids rather than like mm. me being like with someone else so like my grandparents from my mom's side like they're the type that like they didn't have like a lot mm when they were like taking care of me but they like made sure i had everything i needed uh -huh. and i felt like i like had a lot of love from uh -huh. them because like i didn't like need a lot i was a child back then but like right. everyone was like always making sure that like even though i was like the only one like i was taken care of by them so i feel like 
I really was spoiled, even though looking back now, like I always joke like, oh, I was neglected. But no, I I, I was really yeah. spoiled. Right. Yeah. And it's probably like a comp maybe maybe a combination yeah. of those experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you said that like you like were pseudo only child. Do yeah. people now like do get, they do they think that you're an only child no they think i'm like they always guess i'm the younger sister like i always oh. get like everyone tells me you are such a younger sister vibe energy like do you have older siblings and i think partially is because like a lot of my cousins who took care of me growing up were like that older sibling figure so maybe uh-huh, that's uh-huh. where that is coming from but i don't really get only child often oh okay. they always assume that i have like some type of sibling good. yeah 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 good good, good. honestly <laughs> no hate to only no only hate child. to only child but like right i feel like having siblings really like you can tell when people have siblings yeah their personality is just different and also how you interact with other yeah. people yeah and like yeah and this is but this is also a blanket statement right yes. like, yeah this for is the majority sure majority of only children exactly about yeah yeah, yeah, not, not, yeah, yeah every exactly. single one i know friends i have friends who are only children i don't i don't discriminate right right yeah. no me yeah. too me too um and then for you iris right like you being the oldest like were you very aware of like this situation not being the most normal like right because it's not mm super common for like i feel like it's really rare right yeah yeah and so were you yeah were you aware of this well i guess i didn't know what normal was back then just because it was my family dynamic and i feel like you don't really know what normal is until you get to an age where you talk to other people about like oh so that's your family dynamic Mm. um but for me back then i just remember my parents even my grandparents always telling me like oh make sure you like take care of your siblings and i had that like care nurturingness like installed in everything i did mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like i just remember my mom going like oh take care of your sister take care of your brother and then my grandparents obviously going like oh make sure your brother's like has eaten first and things like that oh yeah. wow. so i i didn't think anything was like not normal right but i can see now as i'm grown like how that affected me oh do you do you want to get into it like yeah like how has it affected you i guess like being the like for example my brother um or maybe just i don't know this like most men were like generalizing but he doesn't really like think to take care of other people just because mm-hmm. like i think whenever i see anyone i was like oh i want to make sure that they they're taken care of or, like before i eat i'm like wait did you eat first oh uh, so yes. it's always kind of like oh are you okay before i take care of myself because when i was little they were like oh make like did your sister eat yet or did your brother eat yet and then I was like, oh, yeah, everyone, like, got their food first. Like, I give it to them first. Like, that kind of is, like, still nowadays I'm kind of like, oh, I want to make sure everyone is taken care of before I am. I completely relate to that. <laughs> like Single tear drops no, out. You're like, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Like, when you were saying, like, oh, make sure you take care of, mm. you know, your siblings. I'm like, oh, yeah, that was, like, drilled. Yeah. Like, drilled into Repeated me. Repeated over and over. Yeah, yeah, like, almost to the point where, like, like I would, like, neglect myself, mm-hmm. right? Like, I feel yeah. like that has, like, impacted the way that I interact with people, mm. like, so much. And so it's, like, in more recent years, I think being cognizant of that, I have mm-hmm. made an active effort to make sure that I'm, like, also taking care of myself. Because, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. now we, like, learn, like, oh, yeah, if your cup true. is not filled, then, like, 
you can't you can't fill other cups you yeah. know and so yeah definitely something um i've been working on and then yeah i guess like getting back to you know you guys growing up separately when you did come back to the states right like how was that experience for you iris like mm. being kind of an only child but also i assume like you grew up learning the cultural norms of like oh, yeah of like being in asia right yeah. and oh so like what was that transition like growing up in asia don't really think about your it's not very like individualistic right oh it, yeah yeah it's so very like, fam- like it's family. everything i do it's like for my family on behalf mm-hmm. of my family things like that and i think coming to the us well at least when i first started off it was hard for me to adapt because i didn't speak english mm-hmm. this whole time i was living in china or i was talking to my grandparents or my parents so i remember going to school everyone's speaking a different language and i was so confused i was in esl for my first few years oh, and then yeah. even after i spoke english like i started understanding people i was still in esl because i was just so shy and i didn't know how to oh, like you were so I shy was in ESL for the up. longest time and really? i didn't have a lot yeah. of friends in kindergarten interesting so like yeah, yeah even the the way that you grew up a little bit more posh maybe <laughs> posh being like spoke we got your... milk every day you know like oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. got it yeah. got it like, i had books to read right she had like milk every other day like, <laughs> wow oh, okay Not, like it wasn't that nice so uh, just right like, yeah. but it was like a little bit of a difference oh it yeah. was i feel like also like you brought you guys probably went to like after school oh, and like yeah. all we had, those, like, like drawing school yeah like they went to a lot yeah. of like extracurricular things even like mm. as like a two three year old uh-huh. which like they were so young back then but yeah. i think like my dad's side of the family really instills like education and like mm. prioritizing that and i think on my end again i was so young so i like don't remember a lot but i know for sure like i didn't do any of those like after school stuff yeah. or like tutoring and that kind of stuff yeah i literally actually now this like it's like a flashback now but um most of the education i got like when i first was growing up was through like my cousins teaching me like i remember like we just bought a bunch of books and then they would Mm. be the ones like teaching me and then they would have like posters like up on the wall like like education like alphabet alphabets like and i think they try to teach me english but granted like they don't speak english because they are from china never been to the u.s and right. they but i like do really appreciate because i remember like they were trying to like teach me the alphabet when they didn't know it but i think they knew like i'm gonna go back and that's something mm. that like i oh. will need so i feel like i don't think i was in esl when i came well you also US. talked a lot so i feel like yeah, right i talked so much right when she got here started talking to people in chinese i think <laughs> and then they were like no one understood her so she learned <laughs> english to keep talking really about yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, talker but, like i t- i can talk your ears yeah. off so oh, like i love that but I do remember, like, I'm a reader. Just, yeah, like, my brother author. and my sister were. S- my brother, and my sister. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. I do have a brother sister. and I do have a sister. I needed to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were so quiet growing up. Like mm-hmm. I think up until high school, they were like super mm-hmm. shy. Like kept to themselves. Like they were really, really reserved. Whereas I would talk to everyone. I would say, like, I think I remember like not being able to speak the language, but I would just be talking. Mm. and people would just be like okay she's saying something (laughs) she's saying (laughs) something we don't really know yeah Yeah. so i think it was also because my fam like my grandparents from my mom's side like they would Mm. talk a lot like they would just listen to me talk like i would sit there and i would just like talk to whoever and like everyone would just give me the attention but granted i feel like actually looking back this is like backtracking a little bit but yeah i feel like now as a grown-up i look at this with like really positive 
mm. takes on it mm. but growing up i it, it was really difficult i feel like i i was like the one that kind of was left to the side a little bit sheet. but like back then like obviously like go i knew that my siblings like we, we all went to china together but for mm. some reason like i was the one that like was on the side and i do remember feeling like oh like confused about why oh. like no one really ever explained it to us mm. like what the reasoning behind my siblings being together together and me not being with them but like now looking back i'm like oh like i really am so glad that like i was still so loved mm. but i think when i was growing up i had a really hard time processing the reason behind that and that actually mm. like made it harder for me to feel close to like my grandparents from my dad's side like mm. up until like high school i think i never really had a relationship with them even after we all moved in together so i think there's a lot of like changes that's like happened but i think my perspective from my childhood if you ask me when i was a kid i think i had a really hard time like being grateful for it like i always Mm -hmm. took everything as a oh like this is so unfair this oh yeah yeah i always thought it was unfair but now i think growing up i'm grown being a grown-up now i feel like i can look at it in a much brighter light yeah so yeah yeah, i mean my next question was gonna be like for you Catherine, like if you ever felt like any resentment yeah or like anger because you maybe didn't get the experiences that your siblings got you probably know but i feel like growing up like i was i a lot of people like to describe me as a problem child like the one that would like always like cause trouble or whatever but i think it's because like i didn't know like like i just felt like i had resentment mm-hmm. and i uh, would would just like not understand how to process my feelings because i think also my grandparents from my dad's side it's so confusing to say like grandparents from the- and like chinese i'm sure in korean too there's like a way to say like like dad's side like yeah. dad's side and dad's side's like yeah yeah nine nine right and yeah mom's side is like la, 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 yeah. yeah so oh, like normally we have to keep thinking like mater- like mater- maternal maternal, maternal. maternal. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 um they didn't treat me the best i i personally mm-hmm. always felt like they like only saw my siblings mm-hmm. growing up like even when i went over to hang out i feel like i was always the one that like kind of was on the side like, like I a visitor with them but i didn't feel like they were my family right for the, like the longest time because they kind of treated me like oh like you're here visiting and then you get picked up like it's like you're visiting your friends right right and i do think like it made me feel like i needed to act out to get the attention like i remember like again earlier i mentioned that i'm a crier till this day but i i do remember (laughs) so many times where i felt like i needed to cry so that people could like see me like and uh-huh. i i would just like all of a sudden start crying where i think i would act out just because i wanted to feel seen yeah because i felt i always felt so invisible whenever i was with them right because i felt like that's their like favorite grandchildren and i'm just here right so like if i want attention then like i need to find a way to get attention right and how else do how you know? else do you get yeah. attention other than crying yeah especially at that age it's like i'm either gonna poop or yeah. i'm gonna cry and yeah. then like when you're 15 you can't just keep poofing all the yeah, time like, so like <laughs> so try to cry more you gotta cry exactly. but i think um yeah i i and also it didn't help when they were always like oh you're like a problem child like i don't think it um, ever helps to hear that about yourself oh yeah so i think 
growing up for so long like i almost felt like anytime i did something that was like not what they wanted me to do i was acting out like that's how it was like described as yeah um so i i think i had a hard time grasping that idea and understanding why i felt the need to like after we moved back to the u.s and after we like started living together like i realized like i cannot be acting this way like i have siblings i can't be acting like i'm like the center of the attention always um so i think living together helped me like find Mm. that balance again but i do think like before then like i always just felt like oh i'm gonna start crying so someone will look at me right (laughs) yeah and so you know having felt like maybe a little bit of like distance between like you and like your paternal grandparents and like yourself and like that's who iris like grew up with Mm -hmm. when you did move back to the states do you remember like still feeling like distance between like you and iris and then you and your brother like how Mm -hmm. was it like acclimating Mm -hmm. back into the sibling relationship actually i think we you guys probably got along really well because they grew up they were in every year together and because the first few years we didn't have any friends or at least i didn't have any friends yeah i would talk to them so we kind of got close pretty fast just because kids always play together yeah but but i would say i feel like i i feel like i was pretty standoffish when i first came back Mm -hmm. um but like I think I was a lot closer to my brother initially because mm-hmm. we're twins. So, like, we went to... We started going to school the moment we got back to the U.S. Uh. So, um, we were enrolled in, like, preschool, elementary school. And I think at that time, we were, like, in the same classes. And obviously, coming from China, like, we didn't even speak English. So, I think when we were dropped out of school, we would stick together a lot because, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, our comfort. I feel like it was harder for me and Iris to get along almost. It's because she cried so much, and I didn't understand, like, <laughs> why you can just use your words or, like, or I think because I was also taught, like, to be, like, respectful, polite, and, like, not mm. cry and, like, say what's on your mind. I just never really, like, if, when she was crying, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, again. Oh. Um, but I, I think, I mean, now it's a little better. Yeah, but I think our personalities were so, so different. different. Also because she yeah. literally had, like, the older sister mindset. And I was, like, the younger sister where I'm, like, oh, like, I feel like the way we grew up was also different. Even though we're only mm. two years apart and, like, all that. Mm. I feel like she wasn't still, like, oh, you should be taking care of other people. And my mindset was almost, like, oh, people should be taking care of me. So, like, mm. I think that is, like, a huge difference in terms of, like, personality and the way we like went about life i feel like was also it's always clashing so i think growing up initially we we didn't like i feel like we fought a lot growing up um and i never fought with my brother but again he's like he was really quiet so i feel like he just kind of didn't have a chance let me talk (laughs) got it yeah he we did not let him have one single word yeah between the two of of us he he was kind of like the middleman that made sure that we wouldn't fight like we would get along um, but yeah, I, I honestly feel like it took a bit of time for us to understand like the dynamic right. and be able to understand each other because I feel like we were so different that like mm. initially we would just fight about everything because you're not talking like you're just you you have one way of thinking. And if it's not the same way, yeah, then someone's wrong and clearly not me. So <laughs> well, yeah, duh. Duh, uh, duh. wait. And so from your perspective iris i know that like sometimes i because it was instilled in me to take care of my sister i feel like i like am almost motherly like mm. i feel like a third parent yeah do you relate to that experience a hundred percent i think almost 
like every older child oldest child who were raised to take care of their younger ones it's mm. like we didn't just raise and we like we were their mothers you know oh yeah like i was taking care of them in terms of making sure they did their homework i taught them oh. i was to bite them and make sure they did their homework and teach them those that they didn't know oh you went and, above and beyond oh yeah yeah but i also was like really mean i grounded them a lot what I like, a lot it's i know it was a, i had a phase where i thought i was an actual parent but i think oh. to give her credit though like our parents were always like traveling for mm. business so they when we came back like around like middle school high school they they had like a lot of business in asia so they mm. were always gone and our grandparents had moved here so like they were living with us but like every time our parents were on business trips like i was honestly stepped in as like mm the parent and i i take i always say this but i feel like i would not be who i am without her because 100 percent and i would say one more time never just say this to my face. <laughs> i am never nice to her to her face so like this is probably like new information i can't even look at her look <laughs> the other way um but i really like i i think also our parents are not like the really traditional parents who like force you to like study they didn't tell us like you need to be getting good grades they obviously wanted us to but they were never like up our necks about like Mm -hmm. breathing down our necks about how we needed to like go to after school and all that they kind of honestly just let us do our thing and they're like if you don't want to learn you're gonna regret it like they honestly have told us that so many times we're like if you don't want to do your homework don't do it but then you're gonna be the one regretting it in the future that's low-key more terrifying yeah you know but the thing is as a kid kid, i'm like oh i don't have to do my homework like that's what i hear but i was just like do your homework and i was like you're telling me to do my homework but mom and dad said i don't have to do my homework oh my gosh that's so confusing as a little kid exactly but i think the right answer like if it wasn't for her like i like i probably would not be where i am because like she was the one that was like no like sit down and do your homework and i like hated it but i would sit down and do my homework so she was like the stern parent honestly that like made sure we like were doing well in school and we like were doing things outside of school right and i think part of the reason my parents are like that though was because they my dad like went to college and had like all that education but i feel like coming from china they didn't have the same education system as we do obviously Mm -hmm. but they also like didn't they were never instilled the same way that like education should always come first except for i think that side like they are very much like that because my grandpa was a teacher yeah so he really emphasized education and there's this thing in china where Back in the day, after schools were so popular and still to this day, like everyone gets tutoring. As soon as you're able to walk, they enroll you in like in some type in of, some type of ap- like activity. So right. if it's not like sports or arts and crafts, music, music, no, um, no dance. language, yeah. dance, literally yeah. everything you fill their schedule like to the like. Yeah, like room. kids would come back at like 8 9 p.m there's like good motives because you obviously want the best for your kid and i think when you grew up in a time where like when my parents were growing up like no one back then had extracurricular activities you know everyone was so like obviously it was a developing country everyone was quite poor you don't have like the ability to go learn how to dance right you could barely even go like you can't even go to a theater really like that that's such a luxury right so i think once they were able to afford nicer things going to after school is one of those nicer things in life that you can afford mm. and you want to give your kids right 
So that's kind of like where they were coming from. And I can see how the intention is good, but obviously like very excessive isn't. Um, But luckily for us, we had like a good balance. My parents really trusted me and they knew I was really hard on myself. I used to like get a B and cry. That's the only time I would cry if I didn't do well in school. Yeah. But I would literally like spend the whole day like reading the textbook. And then she would just like pick up a like a textbook and like just sit down and read. And I was always like, is someone forcing you to do that? Like you're doing that by choice. Right. I dude that was me too like really literally when you said i used to cry because of bees i literally remember freshman year of high school i got a b in geometry and i was so close to getting an a oh, like I was that's even worse i was like an 89 point something right yeah. like it was so ridiculous and i literally my friends were over this is high school <laughs> my friends are over and i locked myself in my bathroom and i was hysterically, oh my God, I was no. hysterically crying oh my but then it's like my parents like they they also never they were they were never like you need to study like yeah. i yeah. think they did that so early on and mm. then i learned early on to just like be hard on myself yeah. Yeah. that it's just like that's just how I, that's how I function from yeah. there on out, you know? I think when your parents know that you're hard on yourself already, mm. it's like, you're already taking the they're work like, from them. They're like, she, you're she doing my job herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's why I don't think parent, my parents were strict because they knew I would, like, if I didn't do well, I would be upset, you know? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I guess, like, this is a little bit of a tangent, but, mm. like, you know, with that whole like hard on yourself mentality do you iris like still think that you are too hard on yourself maybe because that's something uh, that i have been very conscious of um, recently in myself i think great question because i feel like in the past few years i've like accomplished a lot where like going to like putting myself through school or us doing a bunch of things like going abroad like all of the things I wanted to do, I have done a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been working on it because when I like back then, a few years ago, I was definitely super hard on myself. Like even when I got great grades, got into a great school, I was still kind of like, oh, I can do more. Like I can be mm-hmm. better. I think nowadays I kind of realize there's nothing that's like perfect. You can like strive for perfection. Mm-hmm. But if you ever get there, like what else will you strive for? Like, you know, where are you going to head? And you don't really feel the same like rush when you're like trying to get somewhere oh yeah. you know yeah it's not nearly as satisfying oh, no. anymore so for the adrenaline i just like very content with where i am and i think that's helped me mm. become more like satisfied with life as well because it's like i don't need to be the best person in the room and i don't want to be because i want to surround myself with people who i feel i can learn from mm. um and I'll always be in situations where i'm like i i'm okay it's okay if i'm not the best it's okay if i'm not the funniest or i'm not the whatever mm-hmm. um as long as i am like happy where i am my dad actually does this thing now where like he, he'll call me I'm sh- i hope he does this to you too it's oh embarrassing i'm like wait what well, he'll call us and then the first thing he'll be like he's like oh like are you happy and then he'll be like oh how are you like are you happy and then i'm like yeah like yeah i am we're like and then if i'm not i would tell and then he'll be like oh why not and then we'll talk about it but I think that kind of made me realize, like, I don't need to be, like, perfect as long as I am happy where I am. Wow. I love that. This is why my standards are so high. Like, because of your dad. hundred percent. My dad, like, cooks, cleans, makes money, and he's, like, very emotional. Yeah. Most Asian dads are, like, can't talk about their feelings, but, like, I, like, my my dad is, like, my therapist, honestly. Like, he'll listen. Like, he has, like, actually, though he wasn't always like that like i 
I feel like I was the reason he became like this. Oh, Not to like okay, put right. it on. Okay, all of a sudden, we're chaining him back to her. He <gasps> used to be so bad at talking mm-hmm. about emotions and like he would be so uncomfortable if you mm-hmm. just cried. Um, but if you cry enough. Yeah. But one time in high school, I went through like a really hard situation and he picked me up from school and he was like oh how was your day you know they always ask you that and they, they expect you to just be like yeah it was good, it was good. like oh like yeah. i'm tired like he asked me how was your day and i went i looked at him and i was like <sighs> and i started bawling like oh. sobbing he was like he was quiet for like a good 10 15 minutes and he was like what happened and like i basically like was like telling him like everything that happened and he like started like he like i think he could tell that i needed someone to talk to mm. so he was like the person who was there and was like you deserve better you should be like you shouldn't be dealing with like x mm. y and z like you i hope you know that and i like never heard those words from him like i was genuinely shocked i was like oh wait what is happening but he like he was just sitting there and he and i remember we were driving home he was like oh do you want me to like drive a bit longer because like i was just like crying so much and he i that was like the first time ever where like my dad was like open about like his emotions too and he Mm. just like sat there and listened to me talk and then since then like he like really like i think was more comfortable dealing with our emotions because also yeah. i think like he was happy that i was talking to him because yeah, he didn't yeah. know that like i was like going through a hard time and he probably didn't know like i don't think he i would have told him honestly but it was just because like he caught me on one of those At days that like i was like, yeah, ready actually. to yeah like genuinely and then yeah. after that like he like was really really he made it a point to like ask us how we are and would yeah. always make sure that like we are doing okay and i think that's also like i also have really high standards because i feel like i i'm always like we've been treated so well yeah. like, why settle for anything less yeah girlies Girl- i'm in the same boat <laughs> literally so- i'm like oh my dad is a pretty freaking healthy individual yeah, yeah. like someone who like not all the time expresses emotions oh, for but me, like yeah. definitely has the capacity to and so i'm like dude one one question that will need to be another episode is like can are guys capable of having both eq and iq uh i don't know i don't know tbd yeah tbd um i'll bring nick next time yeah yeah yeah. dive into that wait nick my cousin cousin. got it a lot of names a lot of family members there's also so many nicks so many nicks and so many hannahs yeah. yeah my sister today was like nick and i was like which one jonas <laughs> so confused so confused but yeah um getting back to i guess like the topic kind of wrapping mm. things up um and so yeah i mean w- you guys would consider yourselves both first generation immigrants yes yes yeah. yes yes because i think we were born here first mm-hmm. and i guess there's a gray area if your parents came really young mm. but since our parents came really they came here and they had us like the year after so like we're definitely like first generation to grow up in the u.s mm, so that's okay. what how i would say i would define. also say like i feel like i'm first gen because like my parents didn't have an experience like living in the u.s when they mm. came like they were learning everything so we're the first generation that like is really growing up in the u.s from our family and so i guess for maybe some other like first gen immigrants 
what is like a piece of advice you would give them and it doesn't even have to be specific to first-gen immigrants mm. but I w- a piece of advice in general yeah. maybe one thing that like we got really lucky is with our family dynamics because i know a lot of my first gen or just like friends in general who like your family isn't someone you can choose so it's really like luck of a draw um but i think in terms because it affects like what you choose to pursue and how like who you are what you do Mm -hmm. but i think my advice for like first gens especially like like going to college and you're the first one in your family to go to college like who are you gonna ask right Mm. or like you want to do something in the field that no one else does Mm. it's like again who do you turn to um Mm -hmm. but my advice would be like find someone who's doing what you are doing and like just be like hey like you are doing something that i aspire to like is there any way i can like ask you some questions like how, how did you get started so whether it's like going to college or doing like a, like a job right right i think that right. would be super helpful because that's what i did when i was the first to like apply for college i like yeah. sat in the counselor's room and i was like talking to as many counselors as i can oh, wow. like finding about different like scholarships um and all the brochures and i just like applied for a bunch of scholarships yeah. oh my gosh you wow. actually um, used I, your resources i really yes. did i was like i have no other option yeah um yeah. and after that that's how like when it was their turn i like told them everything they were but, the like she was the only one that like could tell us like how this process worked because i think i don't even think she knew like common app and like right sat's I didn't like know what fast was was i didn't even know i was like what is it like all of these things obviously you won't know until you're exposed to it right um of but course, course. i think resources resources utilize them they're like everywhere and yeah. with internet nowadays like everyone's really only like a click away you it's know? so yeah. yeah it's yeah. so yeah. accessible google 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 duh and what about you Catherine? i the biggest lesson i've learned as a mm. first gen is don't be so hard on your parents mm, it's also their first time too because it's their first time through this too and i think it's really hard to understand that when you're younger mm-hmm. i think that's something that i did not understand when i was growing up i always felt like well why don't you know what you're doing or like why why can't you help me with this like it's a lot of the little things were like they don't know what they're doing like also like obviously being like a first-time parent but i just think being a first-gen child you have to realize that your parents have no idea what they're doing mm-hmm. they are learning along the way with mm-hmm. you and it's hard to understand that as a kid but i feel like once you're able to take a step back you realize like they also took such a big risk to leave their country and come to a completely new place like my parents did not speak any english when they came right and i don't know how they were able Ooh, to yeah. move to the u.s not only move here but like f- like find jobs be able to like sustain their their, their life, life yeah. and like be able to support three kids like that is so difficult and i feel i genuinely believe that it's the hardest thing you can ever do mm-hmm. so like for my parents to be able to do that like that took so much courage i respect their decision growing up like obviously i can do that now i should like literally sitting here i'm like oh my gosh i should tell my parents this because i've never told them <laughs> right this um but I, I i really like as an adult now i'm like wow like that really took a lot and i mm-hmm. i think it's so important to realize that like this isn't easy for them and like one example like when growing up they would ask us like can you translate for me can um. you like can you read this can you explain to like this person what i'm trying to say and honestly 
it sounds bad but like growing up i'm like why can't you just tell them yeah, like you you annoying. can yeah. yeah like i always felt like you can do it like you can speak because to me like my parents can they speak like broken english mm-hmm. and like they i think i also realized like a lot of times like they might be able to say what they want to but they don't feel comfortable and confident saying it right but i would just be like you can say it like why why do i have to translate but looking back i'm like it's probably was so hard like say like oh like can you sign this paper for me like they can say it but like they'll be like oh like tell them to like sign this right and it seems so easy for me because i grew like i learned english here but like to them it was probably like they would have to like mentally prepare for it like practice how to say it like be so worried about like pronunciation like things like that where like i didn't realize how hard every little thing was so now looking back i'm like be nice to your parents first of all but also just like realize that like it's a challenge for them and they are trying to do what's best for you and like give you everything that they can mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so just be patient I, yeah. be patient I, lo- I love i love that i love both of those things actually because right i like went to usc and then my sister also went to usc and i think her, it was her junior year i'm gonna i'm gonna flame her a little bit yeah her <laughs> while junior, she's not here yeah while she's not here her junior year of college she calls me i'm two or three years out of college at yeah. this point uh-huh. she goes how do i find my grades and i was like go to usc.edu <laughs> log in go here go to stars report mm. click here like i literally went step by step yeah. by step and so i agree use your resources especially if you are not the oldest sibling because i feel like oh, yeah. older siblings we- naturally Google. we already know we I know. know i will figure this out yeah. it, everything is figure outable yeah. as my 100 um, percent friend julie likes to say yeah yeah and then even like yeah more recently like i think constantly having to right like we as humans are forgetful yeah but one thing is like i have to remind myself like oh my parents have never dealt mm. with teenage or like adult mm-hmm. children yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and so, adult children yeah I'm, I'm not a teenager anymore but like i'm like oh you guys have never had to deal with somebody who like has their own thoughts and yeah. like own opinions yeah. Yeah. you know yeah yeah so i'm like yeah let's be patient but yeah, yeah thank you guys so much for joining yeah, thanks for fun. having us yeah. I didn't cry. I really thought I was going to cry today, but... Oh, my gosh. We didn't make you cry, damn it. (laughs) Next time. Next episode. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, do you guys want to plug your socials? You don't have to, but you please feel free. TikTok, hire a sing. Hire a sing. sing. Yes. Okay. Give give them a follow. My Instagram and TikTok is Catherine Zing with two Gs. And is it... Catherine Zing. Okay. And is it Catherine with a K? Catherine with the K. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you guys uh, want to support the podcast, uh, please go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, subscribe on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you listen, because it really helps us. Leave a review. I read all the YouTube comments, so be sure to comment. Um, and then you guys can find our like socials and everything else down in the show notes below. But yay! yay! Ha, 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 ha.